Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day two of our Acts series. Take a moment of pause and reflect on how you are entering this time and begin to let your heart and mind and soul quiet. Let us begin together in prayer. Jesus, we acknowledge your presence in this space. Help us be still in these next 30 minutes. Help us be attentive to your words. May our hearts be open to receive whatever you might want to say to us today. May we find joy in your presence in these moments, even if perhaps the day itself has not been joyful. Lead and guide our hearts through your spirit. Amen. The Book of Acts, Chapter 2 When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished saying, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear 
each of us in his own native language. Parthians and Medes, Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus in Asia, Phrygia and Pamphyla, Egypt, and the parts of Libya, belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians, we hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others mocking said, They are filled with wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea, and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and give ear to my words, for these people are not drunk as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness, in the moon to blood, before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst. As you yourselves know, this Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. God raised him up, loosing the pains of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh also will dwell in hope, for you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Brothers, 
I may say to you with confidence about the patriarch David, that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Being therefore a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on his throne, he foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of Christ, that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that we are all witnesses. Being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ. This Jesus whom you crucified? Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, for the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers, and awe came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles, and all who believed were together and had things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all, as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Now that we have heard the words of Acts 2, and perhaps read along, let us move into a time of reflection. Acts chapter 2 is a rich chapter with much to consider. As you listened and perhaps read along, was there something that caught your attention? 
Maybe you even want to read the chapter again. Notice if God is highlighting a portion of this for you to dive deeper into today. Or perhaps there's a question on your mind, something you want to know more about. As we study the Bible, part of growing in that is learning to find the answers to the questions that arise as we read. And so maybe today, after this time, you seek out a trusted friend or a Bible commentary or a study Bible and go deeper into your questions. Take some time now and in whatever way is most comfortable for you, whether that's speaking loud or journaling or just the quiet of your own heart and mind. Notice what God is bringing up from this chapter. As we continue to reflect, Acts chapter 2 is the Pentecost story. The arrival of the awaited Holy Spirit. Jesus in his time with his disciples spoke of the Spirit's coming. In fact, in the Gospel of John, in chapter 16, Jesus tells his disciples that it is good that he is going away. Because if he doesn't go away, the Holy Spirit, the Advocate, will not come. Take some time to consider this gift of the Holy Spirit that God gives the dwelling of the Spirit to every person who puts their faith in Christ. How are you co-working with the Spirit in your life? Take some time to dwell on this.
as we continue in reflection. As we saw in chapter 1, we are continuing to see Peter step up as a leader in the church. And in chapter 2, we see him assuring the crowds that Jesus is indeed the Messiah, the one to come, and that he has brought the forgiveness of sins. It says that 3,000 people started following Jesus that day at this news. Can you imagine? Can you let this news of who Jesus is and what he has done and the relationship he offers hit you afresh today? Ask Jesus to remind you how good this news is. Now that we have spent some time reflecting on the passage, let us move into a time of intentional prayer. As we move into prayer, if you can, take note of verses 42 through 47. And consider the things that were true of this early church community. They were devoted to the apostles' teaching, to being in community, sharing with one another, selling their possessions, marveling at the work of God, eating together, meeting the needs of the community, enjoying each other, enjoying God. Take some time and pray for your community to reflect these things. And pray for yourself as well, that you would contribute to your community in these ways. 
As we continue in prayer, let us continue to consider these verses 42 through 47. And in the last verse of this chapter, it says that daily people were coming to know Jesus. As people were experiencing them and hearing their message, they were coming to know Jesus daily. Let us continue in the same spirit of prayer for you and for your community. And pray for the Lord to bring people to himself. That as your communities embody this example of what it means to live for Jesus. In the message of Christ. That many would come to know him. As we continue in prayer, the Holy Spirit is a beautiful gift. We see this first coming of the Spirit to the believers in this story. And it tells us that the Holy Spirit is given to all who call on the name of Jesus. In other parts of the Bible, we learn that the Spirit leads us into all truth. That the fruit of the Spirit produces joy, peace, and patience, and gentleness, and kindness, and self-control in our lives. The Holy Spirit is the third member of the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. one God in three persons. And as we think about this gift of the spirit that dwells in us, 
And as we think about this gift of the spirit that dwells in us, pray for the spirit to empower you. Pray for the spirit to lead you, to guide you, to draw you into deeper intimacy with God. Take some time to pray for these things. If you feel like there's much more to say to God, just press pause and continue on. But if you are feeling ready to wrap up and move on into whatever may be next, let us close together in prayer. In today's scripture, we see Peter quoting the prophet David out of Psalm 16. And as we close today, I will just read the words of Psalm 16 as a prayer to end our time. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones, in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another god shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out, or take their names on my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion, my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices my flesh also dwells secure, for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol 
or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Amen.